following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern North Carolina's longest-running sports radio call-in show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show on Pirate Radio is brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Michelob Ultra, The Rick House, Taft Taft & Hagler, and Tiebreakers. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Okay, happy new year everybody i know it's a week late but this is our first show of the new year we've been off what three weeks now we've got a great show planned for you john david baker the brand new offensive coordinator at east carolina will join us live from gaylord opryland in nashville tennessee it's the american football coaches association convention he's going to take time out from the convention to be on with us for about 40 or 45 minutes so we've got the new offensive coordinator we've got the youtube cranked up we've got the facebook cranked up so you have a question or comment we'll get those to coach john david baker offensive coordinator for this east carolina pirate football program we will kick off a brand new year right here on the brian bailey show for you coming up after this it's bow time chicken or biscuits that's an impossible choice. How can you decide between Bojangles perfectly crispy, boldly seasoned chicken or their fluffy made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits? Well, the good news is you don't have to. With a Cajun chicken fillet biscuit, you get the best of both worlds. An all-white meat chicken breast marinated with a bold blend of seasonings and served up on a fluffy, golden buttermilk biscuit. When it comes to real-deal southern flavor, there's no reason you can't have it all. Order a Cajun chicken fillet biscuit today. It's bow time. <laughs> There's a common misbelief today that to make it further, you need to push yourself, that you need to give up any joy to continue your rigid routine. Or you could try another way. Take some time to enjoy life, like having a Michelob Ultra with friends, because happiness is essential to living an exceptional life. Michelob Ultra, a refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Michelob Ultra, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Turkey, ham, bacon. These and other meats are great around the holidays and every other day, but they all leave behind grease when you cook them. And grease is a real pain in the drain. When you pour grease down a drain, it cools and can clog sewer lines. That can lead to sewer spills, which are messy, bad for the environment, and can also be expensive. Never pour grease down the drain. Instead, collect it in a container like a used soup can or jar. Let it cool and throw it away in the trash. Together, we can protect our sewer system and the environment. For more information, go to GUC.com. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft Taft and Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of the Brian Bailey Show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! 
Familia is your go-to spot for the best Italian dishes around, including pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. That's Familia. Enjoy half-off wine night on Wednesdays, $3 drafts on Thursdays, or get a pizza of the week for just 12 bucks. That's Familia. Place your order online or call 689-6330, and Familia will have your order ready in their drive-thru window for pickup. That's Familia. Clip, really? Oh, sorry. Familia on Fire Tower Road in Winterville near Pitt Community College. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this National Championship Monday. Michigan and Washington in a 7.30 kickoff for college football's National Championship. We are joined live by... John David Baker, a new offensive coordinator for East Carolina. He is at the American Football Coaches Association Convention at the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee. And he's been uh, nice enough to take time out from his convention duties to uh, join us to talk a little pirate football to kick off our new year. Coach Baker, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Very good. Very good. Just trying to get things started again for the new year. You've been pretty busy since you were uh, hired on December the 1st, haven't you? Yeah, it's been uh it's been fast and furious, but it's it's been good. It's been a great month and uh you know, just trying to set a, set ourselves up to have an even better uh better future, better 2024. You know, I think the one thing that most Pirate fans were excited about when you were hired and one of the first things you told everybody is that, you know, this is not a two or three year project that we're trying to work on. This is something that we've got to get corrected immediately. I think that that's what uh, Coach Houston has said from day one. That's what you've said since you've stepped uh, you know on foot in Greenville, North Carolina at East Carolina University, that this is a project that you know, we're going to start seeing the results of this project, you know, in September, aren't we? Yeah, that's the that's kind of the beauty of uh, of college football. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with college football right now, um, but you got to take the good with the bad. And with what they've created with the with the transfer portal and, and those types of things, you're able to kind of flip a roster, you know, a lot faster than what you have been in the past. And so, uh, you know, it's given us the ability to go get some some key pieces, um, you know, all o- all across the roster that I think, you know adding those to the guys that we've got on campus right now is going to give us a chance to go do that. You know, when you look at, at college football and what's right and what's wrong, are those some of the topics that you guys talk about in a convention a setting like you're in? I know I looked online and saw some of the speakers and some of the coaches that, that a lot of folks have a lot of respect for that will be speaking at the convention. But is that something you guys get together and kind of discuss and, and, and try to try to figure out, try to navigate these seas? Yeah, I think uh I, I there's a lot of those conversations happening at at uh at the higher level with decision makers and just trying to trying to corral this thing back in and and get everybody on the same page cuz I think it just uh, you know, a couple years ago they kind of opened the floodgates and just said here you go and didn't give a ton of direction. Now we have, you know, as coaches, we have conversations all the time and and we think we've got all the solutions too, but yeah, those conversations are happening all the time, especially with just, you know, how rapidly um, the game is changing. Um, you know, it seems like every day there's a new rule or a new this or that that that, uh, that can be done. And so there's people that are trying to get those things sorted out so they can give us a little bit better direction with 
with how we should approach things moving forward. All right, we're taking your questions and comments on our YouTube page and also on our Facebook page. And Kenny writes in and says, how excited are you, Coach, to get Caden Hauser on campus? I'm fired up. You know, he's a, uh, you know, he's a, he's a big time talent. Um, you know, that was one of the things that, uh, that stood out the most to me with just, I think, uh, you know, he's got unlimited ability and it's now it's our job to go tap into it and see, uh, see how much and how fast we can develop him. And, um, because he's got all the talent in the world, he's got all the physical attributes. He's and not only that, but he's, he is a next level kind of football junkie. He loves ball. Um, he's in the office all the time. So just getting around him, um, and getting to trying to develop him as fast as possible, we're fired up about it. I know coach Houston has been on record as saying, you want to try to add at least one more to the quarterback room. What's that situation like? Yeah. So like I said, from the very start, we got to, we got to create competitive depth in that room. And when you look at the room, you know, I, I think we've got a couple of good ones in there actually, but we just, we don't have bodies. And so needing to go add those bodies and make sure that we've got enough guys in there that, you know, when we put the ball down here in a a month or so for spring ball that, you know, we feel like we got four guys, five guys in the room that are going to have the ability to go win a job. And, and that's very difficult because, you know, unlike other positions, you know, wide receivers and running backs and, and you kind of, you know, you build depth there with, with, you know, guys that know if I'm not starting, I'll still get to play a lot, but quarterback is different, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, you know, there used to be a time when you could be able to keep four and even five scholarship guys on, on campus. And those, those days are pretty much long gone just because of like what you just alluded to. It's, you know, it's not like other positions like at receiver or running back where you've got a real ability to kind of roll a couple guys in there. Um, there's only one guy that's really going to play for us. And so it gets hard when you're one of those younger guys and you're not playing as much as you'd like. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a different time as far as, you know, waiting and, and sitting back for your time when, you know, you look across the country and you are able to kind of look at other people's situations and think, well, man, I can go over there and go play right now. And so the ability to, to keep quality guys on campus um, has become more and more difficult. Um, but we're going to do our best to make sure we've got, uh, we've got a handful of guys in the room that can, that can really play ball. And that's the other side of this, too. Are coaches involved with NIL deals, or is that totally away from, from what you guys work with? Man, I, I know I know football, and I don't know much else. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's the great thing about, um, you know, our setup here as far as just our collective and, and our fan support. Um, you know, we just, as a, as a coach, just kind of letting those guys handle all that stuff. And, you know, I, when I get in between the white lines, that's, that's my job. And I let those other guys take care of that other stuff. How excited are you, Coach, to uh, get, get started this spring? I mean, you know, your first time in the purple and gold and getting out there with the guys and the new players and, and putting your offense in. How exciting is that? It's, it's, it's exciting. And I, I, wish, I really wish I could just kind of skip through the month of January. It's a kind of a, a necessary evil right now as far as, you know, we're about to go out on the road recruiting for the next couple of weeks. And I, I really wish that we could stay on campus and just get around our guys because they're right now, they're the most important ones um, to our success next year and making sure that we're getting them coached up, that we're training the right way. 
um, and and kind of not only instilling or installing our our offense, but more more importantly, instilling our culture of who we want to be as an offense. What do we what we want it to look like? The type of guys that we want to be. Um, and so that's what uh, that's what I'm most excited about is just getting around our guys. You know, I got to kind of put it on the back burner for the next couple of weeks, but come into January first of February. You know we're gonna we're gonna get around our guys every second of every day. That way they can get to know us because um, that's the biggest thing is is we've got to build we got to build trust as a staff. They got to be able to trust us. We got to be able to trust them. Um, and once we do that, then we can get in get into the ball. You know, a lot of times spring football is for the younger players and, you know, the veterans get a little bit of work and the scrimmages, they get a couple of plays here and there, but uh, you don't see a lot of them. But you would think that with this group, with the new coaches, with the new players, with everybody involved, that this is going to be a different spring in East Carolina, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, now, you, you'll still find you'll still find ways to take care of those older guys that, you know, you feel comfortable about where they're at with the offense and and their understanding of it. Um, but at the same time, like, like you said, we've got to, we've got to get this thing installed and we've got to get it repped and we've got to, uh, got to figure out exactly what we've got. And so we'll use all the necessary reps for all that. And we'll get, we'll get these guys going in the right, the right direction that we want and what we're looking for. Um, but while also being smart about, uh, about taking care of them in the right times and things like that when it comes to scrimmages. Let's talk about your staff a little bit because Coach Houston said you know he was going to let you determine what you wanted to do as far as the staff. You made some changes. Uh, talk about these guys a little bit. Start with your running back coach, Rodney Freeman. Yeah, so uh, Coach Freeman and I have actually known each other for a long time. He and I uh, both played at Abilene Christian. Uh, we, did, we didn't play together, actually. We missed each other. But when I was GA and he actually came back and was our running backs coach, um, but knew him, obviously, because he had been there before. Um, and just one of those guys that even as a, as a 24 year old, you know, GA, I was really impressed with him. Uh, just the type of person he is, the coach that he is. Um, and he's kind of done it. He's kind of done it the hard way. He's kind of bounced around, uh, small cause ball, um, coach in high school, which is one of the things I love the most about him because, um, when you coach in high school, um, I think it just teaches you certain things as far as, you know, whatever's walking in that room, you're going to find the best way to use them. Cause at the high school level, you don't get to go out and go recruit whoever you want, whoever walks through that, through that door into that field house, that's who you got. And so Ronnie's done a great job of building relationships at every level he's been, uh, and then worked his way up and, you know, ended up at Michigan state a couple of years ago. And then has been the running backs coach at Utah state where they run a, uh, they run a somewhat similar system to us. So that was the great thing is, having a previous relationship with Rodney, but also he's got a good knowledge of kind of what we do offensively uh, to get those guys coached up. How about your tight end coach? Uh, so coach McKay Hunter is a, uh, he is a, he's a young guy that I think is a, uh, that has a bright, bright future uh, in this profession. Uh, he's a guy that's worked uh, with me the last two years at Ole Miss. And he was one of those first, first guys when I was there, um, that I knew if I ever had an opportunity like this, he was somebody that I was going to try and try and bring with me. Um, he just, he is a, an unbelievable worker. Um, his attention to detail, his knowledge of the offense and what we do, um, are the things I love the most. Um, he is extremely, that's, 
That's my daughter's fired up about it too. So. She is fired up. I like that. A lot of enthusiasm out there. Yeah, yeah. She's excited to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Hunter's a uh, Hunter's a great young coach. Um, that our guys will they will uh, they will love being coached by, and, and they'll they'll honestly they'll flock to him just because he's got that kind of personality. And then on your offensive line, your offensive line coach Matt Maddox. Yeah, so Matt is uh, like I've said before, Matt to me is one of the top 10, 15 offensive line coaches in the country. Um, the thing I love about Matt is Matt played, played in this offense. He's coached in this offense for a long, long time. Um, and so when it comes to game planning, he knows exactly what I'm looking for. Um, when it comes to in-game adjustments, when people are throwing different things at us, he's going to he's gonna kind of know all the answers to the test. So he's a great evaluator. He's a great developer of talent. Um, and he's got an eye. He's kind of he's kind of like Rodney in a sense. He's kind of taken a long road uh, to get where he's gotten. I mean, he go all the way. Spent a lot of time in junior colleges in Kansas, um, all the way up to the University of Texas and South Florida. So he's played in this league before, um, which I love and, and kind of knows kind of knows what we're looking for and what we need to to be able to do and go get as far as players wise to go be really successful. Let's go back to Abilene Christian. You talked about that a little bit. Who's the most famous NFL player from Abilene Christian? So, if you if you ask if you ask the old heads, they probably tell you Wilbur Montgomery. Ah, that's and good. Running back back in the day, played for the Eagles for a long time. Um, you know, I was fortunate in my time. Um, played with a couple guys. Played with uh, Johnny Knox, uh, who was the receiver there. Played for the Chicago Bears, uh, and then one of couple of my teammates that were the same age as me, Sarkandrick West, was a running back, played for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then uh, Taylor Gabriel was a receiver that uh, had, a, had a good seven, eight-year career with the Falcons and the, uh, and the Chicago Bears. They honestly, if you, look at, if you look at my time at Abilene, any stats that I had, it was because I got to play with a couple of NFL guys. They, they made me look pretty good. I tell you, I remember Wilbur Montgomery. I was at the uh, Cowboys-Eagles NFC Championship game back when I was younger, and he went crazy about against the Cowboys that day at Veterans Stadium, and it was cold, cold, cold. So I saw that. I was thinking Abilene Christian, Clint Longley, the legend of Clint Longley. You remember that story? There you go. Yeah. That's, oh, yes. He punched, uh, punched Roger Staubach. Yeah, which kills me as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah. I, I I try and keep that to a uh, to a minimum when I'm talking to Cowboys fans that I went to the same school as the guy that punched Robert Staubach. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, yeah, the legend of Clint Longley, he threw that touchdown pass against Washington, which, by the way, the Cowboys had a big win yesterday over Washington, and we'll talk about that later on when we talk about the playoffs. Uh, but I, I know Coach Houston has said you're a big Cowboy fan, so uh, there are a bunch of us out here in North Carolina. Well, you know, it. I was born and raised, my whole family's Cowboys fans, so, you know, I'm kind of stuck with it. And I got spoiled as a kid. They were winning Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, and so we've been on we've been on a drought for a long time. Maybe we can get it done this year. Man, we certainly hope so. That's for sure. The offensive coordinator at East Carolina, John David Baker, joining us from Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee. How has the convention been so far, Coach? That's been good. It's always good just to, uh, just to see um, – see guys that you that you know in the profession and, and get to catch up with them and, and get to talk a little ball every now and then but really this whole business profession is about relationships 
um, you know, not only players, but even so with coaches. And so just getting to see guys that you've known that you've been around, you know, that's always a, it's always a good thing. And, you know, it doesn't get to happen very often in this profession. And right now, uh, recruiting is in a dead period, right? Because of the convention. That's correct. Yeah. And, and then you guys get back at it. When, how long does the convention go till, till, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday? Really, uh, the final meetings kind of happen on Wednesday, head coaches meetings, things like that. And then, uh, and then recruiting kicks back up on Friday. So we'll, we'll all hit the road on Friday, um, get back and start seeing, uh, get back on the road, start seeing guys. All right, John David Baker joining us. We're going to take a commercial break right now. We've got him for about 20 more minutes, so we'll take your questions and comments on our Facebook Live page, on our YouTube page. Uh, the offensive coordinator at East Carolina, John David Baker, in his first year. Back to finish things up with Coach Baker right after this. Holt Naylor turns, and Holt will take off and run himself. He's at the 40-yard line. Holt Naylor's to the 30. Look at him go. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Pirates. Hey, Pirate Nation. This is Holt Naylor's, and I can't wait for you to join me for the Holt Naylor Show starting in January right here on Pirate Radio. The Holt Naylor Show is a brand-new podcast that will explore my take on what's happening in the world of sports, provide a deep dive into my playing career, including stories that fans have never heard of before, and feature big-name guests that I've met on and off the field, like current and former players from all kinds of sports, ESPN, and media personalities, and more. I will host the show each week with some of my best friends and former teammates known as the Walk-Ons because they are all former Walk-Ons. Cade Norman, Drew Dotter, and Jack Powers' sports knowledge, wit, and humor will keep our audience engaged and always wanting more. Plus, keep me honest and pushing me to bring my best every day like they always have done. See you in January, Pirate Nation, right here on The Voice of the Pirate Nation. There's local politics, bud. 15-time best-selling author, keynote speaker, and global influencer John Gordon is coming to Greenville in March. John was ranked number six as one of the top leadership speakers in the world and will be our featured guest at the Pirate Radio Luncheon on Monday, March 18th. Hey, John, tell us more about your upcoming visit. Hey, Pirate Nation, John Gordon here. I am so excited about coming to Greenville, North Carolina and East Carolina University, March 18th, where I'm going to talk about ways to enhance your mindset improve your leadership and build a stronger team we're going to activate the positive competitive advantage together hope to see you there go pirates don't miss out on this huge opportunity to enhance your mindset improve your leadership skills and create a better future for you and your team to reserve a table contact me jonathan ellerby at ellerby at pirate radio 1250.com we look forward to seeing you in march Pirate Radio. You know, for having such a bleak outlook on pirates, you're well on your way to becoming one. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. I want to thank Russ Saputo and the fine folks over at Carolina Eagle Distributing. Michelob Ultra is now the official beer of The Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank Russ for all of his support. Looking forward to a great year as we announce that brand-new sponsorship right here on The Brian Bailey Show. John David Baker joining us from Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, 
Tennessee at the American Football Coaches Association convention. As he said, that convention runs through uh, pretty much the rest of the middle of the week, and uh, all the coaches get together. It's a dead period as far as recruiting goes. But as coaches, you said, as soon as this thing wraps up, you guys are back on the road recruiting. You'll be recruiting for, for a couple of years down the road as far as the classes you're looking at, right? Yeah, so January is really kind of, uh, you know, it used to be trying to finish up your current class, but now it's really kind of turned into an um, abbreviated spring recruiting to where now we'll go start getting on the road and start looking at uh, the class of 2025 and class of 26, um, getting a head start on those younger kids and, um, you know, getting to, you know, just get introduced to them and that way start getting to recruit them, get them started in the process. And as you said, you know, so much of, of this recruiting, transfer portal, NIL, all of this stuff, it's really about relationships. And the sooner you can start building those relationships, the better it is down the line. Yeah, absolutely. So the the more and the faster we can get, um, the faster we can get um, guys on campus, come see us, get around us, watch us coach, um, the better, you know, and the, and the more positive experiences they can have with us, um, being on campus is just going to give us a better chance down the road. Let's talk about how you're going to go game by game, uh, as far as calling plays and getting those plays into the huddle, uh, college football has yet to go to the helmet where you can talk right into the quarterback's ear, but what do you, what do you see as far as what you guys will try to do? I mean, will you be upstairs? Will you transfer your calls downstairs and they'll signal them in and and in this day and age and of course michigan plays for the national championship tonight they got in some trouble with you know sign stealing and that kind of thing some of that is gamesmanship and some of that is, is borderline cheating but how do you how do you go about getting the plays called uh so i've i've always i've always thought and uh and believed i would go upstairs um when i called it um that's to to be determined you know okay. i'll get a feel for it as we go through the spring and summer and in fall camp, um, just getting a feel for what I what I feel is best, um, you know. But we've we've got multiple signal guys for uh, people out there that try and pick up signals, and and people have tried to do it against us for a long time, and um, it's not the funnest thing to try and pick signals against us because by the time you probably have figured it out, we're probably snapping the ball or at least a couple seconds into the play, so it's not something that we really worry about a ton. Um, but we've got things in place to kind of kind of handle and combat some of that stuff. Do you think some of that with Michigan was much ado about nothing, or did you do you think that was a serious deal? You know, um, it's kind of like you said. It's a lot of people in college football do it, um, and they go about it different ways. They they went about it a, a little different way than yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's like you said. A lot of times, anybody will try and find. Um, a way to find an advantage in in what's their what they're doing, um, and so they they felt like that was a way to get it. Let's go back to the quarterback room a little bit, Coach. And, and you've got Kaden Hauser uh, coming here from Michigan State. Alex Flynn he still hasn't decided. I don't think if he's coming back for his last year. Although I, I think the last I heard, he was going to go through spring ball. Uh, Raheem Jeter on the roster. Uh, you're trying to add another quarterback, but but how important is it for those guys to get together and and start you know from day one with your offense? You know, so we we really do. This one of the better things I feel like we do. Um, as far as the development pieces, you know, we start 
we start at the start at the ground up and and we teach these guys um it starts with terminology uh, making sure that we speak the same language as far as defensive ids and things like that um that way when it comes comes time when when live bullets are going on a saturday you know whatever whatever's happening with the defense or whatever the quarterback and i are on the same page and we're speaking the exact same language um, and that goes for everybody on our offensive staff. But, you know, teaching those guys just defensive structures, um, that way they've got a base knowledge of just general football. I and mean, that's, I think, a lot of times as coaches, we take that for granted that for kids coming from high school or coming from another university that they've got um, different knowledges that they that they don't necessarily have. And so for us, making sure that we teach these guys there first and foremost um, and then – a lot of times, you know, as a as a quarterback, you always want to learn coverages and things like that when it comes to the passing game. We're a little different in that sense where, you know, we teach those guys from the front and back and, and teach them about defensive fronts and it kind of falls into the whole defensive structure. But just so they understand, you know, kind of what I'm looking at as a play caller as far as RPO stuff and that way, like I said, you know, when we talk on Saturdays or we're talking in a meeting room, he and I are sitting there talking the same language. When you come into a new system, do you have a, a, a term when you talk about terminology and do you say, well, what do you all call this? And, and then you compare the two you know, terms and then it's one of those things. I mean, is that what you have to go through with, with a number of different ideas? Yeah, so we, you know, you try to you try and carry over some um, of stuff that they've done previously. But at the same time, you kind of want to teach them your offense and and make sure they know they know exactly what we're trying to do. But also, you know, we want them to know our stuff and not worry about, you know, not there be any confusion of like, well, we used to call it this or this. No, this is this is the new stuff, and this is what we call it, and this is how we run it. Take us through your running back room a little bit. What do you think of those guys? It's a, it's a deep room. Um, it's, a, uh, it's a talented room, and that's – you know, one of the rooms I'm really excited about this spring that, you know, we're going to have a chance to go, you know, let all those guys get a ton of reps and put a lot of good things on tape and, and we'll go see where they're at. And and that's the nice thing is that, you know, from top to bottom, there's not, there's not one guy in that room that I don't think is going to have a chance to contribute and, and help us out next year. You know, Rajay Harris was coming off of a big injury, and I think we saw Rajay in that last game, and we finally saw the guy that we had seen before his injury, but he really looked strong in that last game against Tulsa. And you're right. I mean, there's there's some outstanding players. Camaro Edmonds uh, played up the road at Havelock, and we had a chance to see him play his whole high school career, just an outstanding uh, running back. And then the other guys, and we've seen, you know, glimpses of these guys that, that really have a whole lot of talent. So that, that room is deep. Yeah, absolutely, and that's you know it's an exciting deal, and trying to get, you know, trying to get the rest of, uh, trying to get the rest of these, um, you know, position groups and rooms uh, with that kind of depth. How about the wide receiver room? You've been able to add some pieces there. Uh, some of those guys, Anthony Smith, talk about him a little bit. Yeah, Anthony's a guy that uh, you know we're really excited about. Um, he's got he's got an ability. He's got something that you can't teach and that is that is real real speed and, you know feel like he's a guy that's going to be able to come in and kind of help us take the take the top off the defense um but he's a skilled route runner um you know played 
played at NC State, so he's played played in the ACC the last few years. So he's a guy that uh, has some experience, and we're excited to add to the room. From South Carolina, Omega Blake is in that room. Yeah, so Omega's a he's a big time target. You know, you look at um, kind of what some of the stuff he did last year. You know, played two time defending national champs. Uh, playing Georgia and ended up with about five catches for 98 yards. And so for the guy, you know, me having the ability to coach against Georgia and know those type, that type of personnel and for a guy to go out there and be able to do that against them, he's got ability. And so just finding the right fit for him and our system um, to where he can go just go play freely and, uh, and go make plays for us. Winston Wright was all-conference at West Virginia. He comes to East Carolina via Florida State, and he also appears to have some talent. Yes, he does. He's uh, he's a versatile guy. Um, he's what we like to call a touch guy. He's just going to find different ways uh, to get on the ball uh, within the system, throw it to him, toss it to him, hand it to him, um, whatever it may be. But he's a guy that you got to find ways to get the get the ball in his hands because he is he's very diverse in his skill set. Uh, and brings a lot of different things to the table. And it seems like the Pirates really did a great job in recruiting uh, with the newcomers as far as those wide receivers are concerned. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, uh, you know, Coach Roberts has done a great job, um, not only with these transfers, but the high school kids coming in. Um, and you and you just never know. Um, you think you got an idea of what you're getting in them, but all of a sudden you may look up in the second week of fall camp and you and you may be looking at a true freshman that we think is going to be able to help us. And I think we've got a couple of guys coming in that uh, are going to very well have a, have a chance to be able to do that with us. Hey, you would think Yannick Smith, he got a lot of, uh, a lot of attention late in the recruiting process, didn't he? Yeah, he's a, uh, he is a talented individual that, uh, that is uh, kind of mature behind his years, not only physically, but mentally. And uh, he'll be a guy that, you know, really, and I say that about all of them. I, I you know I've been at different been been at different places where, you know, we've been able to recruit some high level receivers, and uh, you know, it's it's always it's always the guy that you don't think, and it it may be Yannick, and it may be you know it may be one of these other cats that we've signed that you know is going to have an immediate chance to come in and play for us. I've always said through my long, long career here in Greenville that East Carolina offensively is much better when the tight end is involved, and, and I still stand by that. It just seems to me like that the tight end is very important to the East Carolina offense, and, and I know how important you think the tight end position is, but I think that's an exciting part of this offense too. Yeah, absolutely, and that really just comes from um, you know my belief in that the best offenses, um, you know, are ones that spread the ball around. And, you know, that's a, that's kind of a, it's a Mike Leach deal. He used to always say that, you know, a balanced offense isn't somebody that runs the ball and throws the ball 50%. A balanced offense is that somebody that has, you know, one of those five skill guys has a chance to get the ball in every snap. And that's where, that's something I firmly believe in. Um, and that's why the tight end is such a big piece in what we do. Um, because I don't ever want it, it. I don't ever want the offense to get to a point where they feel like okay, they don't have to pay as much attention to him or pay attention to one of these receivers or whatnot. You know, every time we snap the ball, any one of those five skill guys, including the quarterback, has a chance to get it, and it, it forces people to defend. Um, you know, every blade of grass on the field, which is is what we try and pride ourselves on. What do you think of that room then, led by Shane Calhoun? 
again, it's a it's a really talented room. You got Shane that's got a ton of experience, which is which is really exciting. And then you got some younger guys in there that have you know had a chance to play quite a bit last year, and I think bring some you know versatility to the room. But that's where we feel like we've got some really good depth as well, and, and guys that you know they fit our system. They're really talented, but their skill set. It really fits what we do offensively. And you got a newcomer coming in, Nick Slogic, who's going to try to play baseball and football both, which is very, very difficult to do. Uh, I know he's a, a really good hitter as far as baseball goes, but what, what kind of tight end are you bringing in? Yeah, so he's a he's a guy that, you know, we always try and find different body types, and Nick's a little bit uh, different body type than what we got in there. He's, a, he's going to be a thicker kid, um, but he's going to be stout, but he also gives us the ability to – to do all the things we want to do in the passing game, but he's, you know, he's again, he's a developed kid that I think will have a chance to kind of push some of these older guys and, and have a chance to try and help us early on. Wrapping things up with John David Baker, the offensive coordinator at East Carolina. I think I asked you when you were first introduced, do you set up the run with the pass or set up the pass with the run? And I, I liked your answer because I've always believed in the running game, but I, I think what Pirate fans have been frustrated with in the last year or so is just, you know, up the middle, up the middle, up the middle, a gain of one, gain of two, gain of one. I think what you said was, you know, we got to get that running game cranked up. We got to get it going. And I think that you can see most offenses, when you can run the football you can pretty much do anything you want yeah absolutely and that's that's something that we firmly believe in and um we like the run game because it helps us throw the ball and it helps us create explosive passes and so that's that's our that's our big time belief in it and we're pretty creative in the way that we'll run it um just different ways um but also figuring out the best best things that fit our fit our players fit our personnel um, but that's why I believe in the run game is you got to have a certain level of respect there um, so that we can go throw the ball how we want to throw it. Former Southern Cal coach Clay Hilton now at Georgia Southern said this about uh, about you. Coach Baker, one of the elite offensive minds in college football today, a high-character individual that knows how to develop student-athletes to the best of their ability. Uh, your former coach, Lane Kiffin, who I've always been a fan of, said we're very excited for John David to get this opportunity to be able to call an offense. He did a great job for us and is well-prepared for this next step in his career. We're very happy for him. What does it mean to you to have guys like that that I know you think the world of to say just great things like that about you you know it just uh you know obviously it uh it's it's one of those things where i've got such a high level respect for them uh for both of them just because they gave me you know opportunities um they saw something in me and they believed in me and um you know coach helton gave me my first on the field job and then you know coach kiffin um brought me to old miss and and promoted me um you know after my first year here and um, so for guys, you know, like them that have been in this profession for a long time and, and done a lot of great things, um, for them to believe and see something in me, it, um, it's just one of those things where you want to go make them proud. You know, I've, I've had a long list of people that have helped me get to where I'm at. Um, you know, going all the way back to North Texas with, with Graham Harrell and, and Seth Luttrell, um, that you want to just carry on the things that you learned from them and picked up from them and, and kind of go put your own spin on it and hopefully have the same kind of success that they've been able to have during their careers. I've always had the utmost amount of respect for assistant coaches because this life is not for everybody, is it? No, no, it's not. And you, and you really get a sense of that when you're in the middle of trying to trying to recruit and uh, and move a family and all that stuff. And so that's it's uh, 
you know, it's not just, it's not just me. It's obviously, like I've said before, you know, my family, my wife, and, um, it takes, it takes all of it. And, you know, it's, uh, it is not for everybody. I promise you that. What was it like at Ole Miss on game day? And what have you heard about East Carolina's game day? Uh, so Ole, Ole Miss, I, I think is, I don't think it's a, a, a secret of what this place is like, but you don't, you can't really fathom it until you come here and see it for yourself. Um, walking through the Grove, experiencing a game day in Oxford is pretty special. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the same things that people told me when I came to Ole Miss. There's the same things that people told me coming to Greenville as far as this is a passionate, passionate fan base that, that loves to support the Pirates. Um, and that's something that fires me up. You know, as coaches, you know, we do all this work um, spring, summer, fall, um, during the week. And, you know, we get 12 opportunities, guaranteed opportunities to go do it in the fall. And, you know, you get about six or seven shots at home. So every chance you get to do it and you get to do it in front of a great crowd and in a great atmosphere, um, that's what you do it for, man. You know, we, we spend a lot of hours up there doing that stuff. And so, um, when there's when you get that kind of support like we get here at ECU, um, you know that that's something for me that that makes me want to go put a great product on the field and go put something on on the field that you know our fans um, will enjoy watching. Um, and like I said before, it's an exciting brand of football that you know I think our our fan base um, and the community of Greenville will will love to watch. Yeah, I think that's what look at when you look at a, at such a passionate fan base that you know that that passionate fan base is the same. If you go ten and two, man, it is great around here. I mean, it it is unbelievable. You know, a winning record, a bowl game, and uh, it's just a magical place. But you know, with the same that same passion can go the other way. I and mean, when you go through a two and ten season, it was it was rough last year. There were rough seas for sure for these Pirates. But uh, I think Mike Houston has a plan to get this thing turned around. You're very much a part of that plan, and. Uh, we certainly appreciate uh, the chance to visit with you today. I want you to enjoy the rest of your time at uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Do you get a chance to go down to Broadway, kind of hang out at the honky tonks at all? Yeah, I try and I try and get down there and get lunch. But it's uh, I'm telling you, it's Nashville has has changed so much; it's crazy. So I try not to spend too much time down there. It's, uh, there's a lot of people, way more than what I like, what I like to be around. All right, before we let you go, National Championship Monday, what do you think about Michigan and Washington in that National Championship game? Uh, you know, it's it's tough. People have kind of doubted Washington all year. They've I I saw a stat yesterday where they I guess they've been an underdog in uh 5 games. They're 5 and 0. Oh. Um I would imagine they're an underdog tonight. Um like any any of these games like you know, when you get into the playoffs and national championship the games are kind of won and lost up front um so obviously michigan is great um offense defensive line um so it'll be it'll kind of be all about uh, washington be able to handle that but i'll tell you what the quarterback from washington he's pretty impressive and they got uh they got some skill guys that michigan will have to have to do a good job you know keeping under control so i i think it'll be a good game it'll all just kind of depend on on how those guys handle michigan up front and next year, of course, you got the twelve-team playoff, and and if ever there was a chance for a team or a school, a program like East Carolina, that that opens up the the ways, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and that's where uh, you know that's where we got to make sure. You know, I know we as a coaching staff feel that way, but we got to make sure our kids understand 
um, and have the right mindset that you know we've got the ability to go do that, that we've got the pieces in the room to go do something like that. Um, but it doesn't just happen. We got to go, got to go take care of the process and and go do all those things to make sure that we set ourselves up to have a chance to go do something special like that. John David Baker joining us. Thank you so much, Coach. We certainly appreciate your time, uh, taking your time out from the American Football Coaches Association convention, and we'll see you back here in Greenville. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Go Pirates. All right. John David Baker, offensive coordinator under Mike Houston at East Carolina for Pirate Football. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back. We'll run down the NFL playoff picture. We'll also uh, get some of the news of the day from the NFL for you right after this. Hey you. Yeah you. Have you heard? Green Velado World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Green Velado World is now the fifth dealership to join the DriveHereNow.com network. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and proud supporter of the Pirates. Now's your chance to save during the year-end clear-out at Bostick Sug Furniture. We're clearing out the 2023s, which means huge savings for you. Find unheard of sale prices all across our showroom floor. Save 70% off clearance items. Take an extra 10% off all in-stock custom order furniture, plus six months special financing. Get a new mattress at year-end savings, plus all in-stock last-chance Serta Arctic and Restonic mattresses are half off. The year-end clear-out is finally here, now at Bostick Sug Furniture. Here at Papa John's, we know our stuff. So try our newest cheesy calzone epic stuffed crust pizza. Made with a blend of ricotta and mozzarella, hand-stuffed into that Papa John's fresh, never-frozen original dough. Get it for a limited time only at Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners, whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. Kick off 2024 at your CBD store with new THCA flower and pre-rolls plus Mike Bites, Mike Tyson Delta 8 ear-shaped gummies. Speaking of gummies, did you know their gummies are number one in the world? Your CBD store has gummies for wellness, sleep, relaxation, and get up and go. Plus, they're best-selling above and beyond Delta gummies. If you struggle with sleep, anxiety, or pain, go see them. They also have pet products, gifts, jewelry, and accessories. So stop by your CBD store today. 420 East Arlington Boulevard, open Monday through Saturday from 11 to 7. Go Pirates! I'm Donald Stocks, owner of Pip Marketing Science Print. We are your one-stop shop for just about anything printed. If we're not your go-to printer, please give us a call at 355-1636. We have over 80 five-star Google reviews and want you to be our next more than satisfied and well-pleased customer. Check us out at growitpip.com or stop in to see us at 3185 Mosley Drive in Greenville. Pip, where business goes to grow. Pirate Radio. Pirate Radio. 
the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we uh, continue. I want to thank John David Baker for joining us. His daughter was a, was a trip. She was all over the place uh, there at the American Football Coaches Association Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. What a great place to go to for a convention. So we've got a few minutes to go. We had uh, Coach Baker on until about 45 after the hour. NFL playoffs coming up this weekend in the NFC. Packers-Cowboys coming up Sunday at 430. That's on Fox. you got to kind of look for some of these games. The uh, Rams and Lions will be Sunday night. 8:15 on NBC and the Eagles Bucks will be the Monday night game and that's on ESPN and ABC. The Niners of course have the number 1 seed. AFC the Browns and the Texans play Saturday afternoon at 4:30 on NBC. The Dolphins and the Chiefs play at 8:15 Saturday. You have to go to Peacock to get that which i just don't understand why the nfl would do that but you got to get the peacock to get to see the dolphins and the chiefs and then the steelers and the bills sunday at one o'clock on cbs the ravens of course have the bye we've got my man clip brock on to talk a little bit about the playoffs and about uh, what's going on ron rivera out with the commodores today what do you think of that move uh you long, expected long time, it yeah long time coming yeah should have happened a long time ago probably. yeah i mean you know when he was hired i just thought it was a great hire you know for for the franchise i really thought he would do i thought he did a great job with the panthers for a while and uh i thought he would do well there but uh that's still a that's still a franchise that has struggled a bit do you ever think they'll go back to the redskins that was one of the rumors ship has sailed will will, will they change the commanders possibly that that could happen with a new owner will they go back to washington football team uh nah they'll probably have a name yeah i would think so I thought we were talking playoffs. Well, I got you on, so I had to talk a little bit. Did you see the game yesterday? Uh, yeah, Pirates uh, knocking off Tulsa. <laughs> Congratulations to Mike Schwartz and Great company. Win, it was baby. a nice win over the uh, Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Tulsa's got a good freshman guard, don't they? With the Haggerty oh kid. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he's really. You know, Coach Schwartz talked about it last week, and so I went back and looked at some highlights, and I thought, hey, this guy. I think I saw the uh, Memphis game. Tulsa had a chance to win that game. Uh, Memphis won at you know last second shot, but I uh, watched that game. He had some some big time buckets in that game, and he really had some big time buckets against East Carolina. He's He's one of my favorite opposing players I've seen in a while. Just the way he gets to the basket, uh, look like Tim Duncan going off the glass. I love the way he used the glass. Oh yeah, fun to watch. Yeah, and you don't see basketball players these days use the glass that often. Yeah. But the guys that know how to use it, it's a real yeah, benefit. It yeah. But uh, if, if you don't do it right, you can throw up a brick in a heartbeat. All right, when you look at the playoffs and uh, what do you see there as far as, as the postseason goes? Uh, who, who are you picking as far as the uh, AFC and NFC? Are you going to go chalk with the Niners and Ravens? Or? I definitely like the Niners in the NFC. Uh, AFC... I, I, look, I, I like these matchups, like the, the Bills, uh, and and they are so chaotic. I don't did they you watch are. them last night? Barely? Yeah, they had. I, I turned it off because I had the Bills, and I was upset at halftime because they had two interceptions in the end zone. They had uh, one drive stop at the one yard line right before halftime, and I was like, "Yep, this is a recipe for disaster." And then they get a big punt return, they end up winning the game, but they do it in such a weird, wonky fashion that. 
I, uh, but I, I think they could be there at the end. Uh, I, but uh, yeah, Ravens Niners looks like uh, the Super Bowl, but but you doesn't know, always it, work it, out. Yeah, it never goes chalk. It seems like. Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't. When you look at it in the AFC, the matchups like the Steelers. Do they have enough offense to mm-hmm. to beat Buffalo in Buffalo? I don't think Although so. the weather could be a factor, and that could even things out a little bit. Dolphins and the Chiefs. You know, like you said, the Chiefs have been you know wonk. Like the Bills, you said wonky. I think the Chiefs have been as wonky as anybody. I mean, Tyreek Hill going back there, could, yeah, could explode. So. I mean, and, and Miami can can be really, really good, and, and they can also struggle. They, I think, the only good team, I say good team, the only team with a winning record they beat was Dallas, I think, and that was on a last second field goal. And the Browns and the Texans, I, I, I think Cleveland wins that game. I think I think Cleveland's going to make some noise in these playoffs. Yeah, C.J. Stroud's been awesome. That uh, Texans Colts game was fun. On oh Saturday man, night. and I really felt for Gardner Minshew because you know, I mean, he played at East Carolina obviously he transferred went to washington state had the success and he's he's done some really good things in the national football league but man if he throws that ball a little further out to the right that that may have been a touchdown i mean he had a blocker in front with one defender is all i saw but he just threw it a little bit behind him i still think the guy should have caught it you got to catch it it's fourth down i mean the season's on the line some way somehow you got to make that catch uh nfc packers and cowboys and obviously you know if if i just i just hope that aaron Rodgers or brett Favre don't don't suit up somehow well, <laughs> the one they got now it looks like him at times i Jordan know love i you, know kind of wondering all right what did people see in jordan love i'm not seeing it well he's They've showing it, it now, now. Yeah. and they are really young and uh they they will not beat dallas but uh they look like a team that's gonna uh could be good for a while yeah i agree with you and i hope you're right about that part the rams and the lions what an intriguing matchup that is that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be fun uh i wish that game was on saturday night or anytime but sunday night sunday night game like you said you put to bed i mean it's hard to watch that sunday night game when you got things to do on monday morning I wonder if that Rams uh, Lions game has gotten to the fifties for the total. There should be no. a lot of points in that game. And how about the storyline they got there with uh, Golf going back? Oh yeah, his old team Stafford uh, going back to his yeah. old team. That's awesome. That's going to be incredible. And the Eagles, man, who would have thought that the Eagles? Then they start ten and one. Yeah, you were talking about chalk. I was, and I thought about earlier in the year the chalk was all right. It's going to be Chiefs and uh, Eagles, right? And now. We've got two new uh, juggernauts while the Chiefs have struggled and the Eagles, man. What are they, one in five? Oh, man. Six? I looked up and, and they, they kept, uh, on the Cowboy game, they kept saying they put the score up at first. And I think they took the score down because they, they didn't they knew they didn't really matter anymore. Although it did matter for the two or the three seed for Dallas. But man, the Giants, they went up 3 nothing. It was 10 nothing, And then they just dominated that whole game. I mean, that wasn't even close. And the Eagles looked just awful. And I don't know if they can, you know, Tampa Bay's not very good obviously we saw them in charlotte yesterday but uh that game that's the dud of the weekend if you ask me so they put that on monday night uh yeah have you seen any lines yet baby i think i saw the cowboy line was seven and a half and yeah. it went to seven yeah so, biggest uh, line right now uh buffalo minus 10 over pittsburgh i can see that eagles uh just a three-point favorite against the bucks that is uh i'm fascinated by it, though man to see if i could. was wondering what that one would be yeah. That's and for by sure. the way that lines rams is in the 50s 51 and a half is the total wow cowboys packers is 50 and a half Ooh. and then you've got uh to show you we're talking about bills and steelers offense uh 35 and a half for that 50 one, so. and a half for the cowboys and packers that means they expect the packers to score a bunch and i hope the cowboy defense can do a little bit on that all right we got to take one final break and then we'll come back and then we'll wrap up this edition of the brian bailey show for you coming up right after this 
the best burgers around. Everyone loves a thick, juicy, and fresh burger. Tiebreakers in Greenville, plus the all-new Tiebreakers in Winterville do real burgers better than anybody. So don't just go to any burger-themed restaurant chain. It's time to break the chain and eat local. Tiebreakers, real burgers at its best. Everybody loves burgers. Pepsi Zero Sugar has taken its flavor to the next level. A Zero Sugar Cola has never tasted this good. But we don't expect you to take our word for it, so we're putting it to the test, starting with me. My mouth is watering already, so I think we can skip the drum roll and get right to the main event. Cue the fireworks. We have an official best Zero Sugar ever. It's delicious, it's refreshing, and it's so good you'll need to try it for yourself. Trust me. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero never tasted so good. That's what I like. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Proud to be voted the Remodeler of the Year by the Home Builders Association of Raleigh-Wake County in 2018 and Best Business Commercial Remodel Project winner for 2020. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. The best place to go before hitting the water is Pirate Waters Outfitter in Washington. This is Captain Bo Brooks and at Pirate Waters Outfitters, we are the best specialty store in eastern North Carolina for fly fishing with the best rods and reels. We have a custom rod and net builder right on site, Camacho Rodworks. Look your best with some of our new outdoor apparel. Everything you need to chase fish on the fly is at Pirate Waters Outfitter on Market Street right next door to Breaking Bread. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. We are Pirate Waters Outfitters. University PC Care in Greenville and New Bern has been serving the tech repair needs of Eastern North Carolina since 2006. And as one of the only Apple authorized service providers east of Raleigh, all our technicians are Apple certified and we only use genuine Apple parts. Your iPhone and Mac warranties are safe with us. Have questions or need service? Call 252-558-1280 or visit us online at universitypccare.com. University PC Care, your one-stop shop for service on everything Apple. Have you ever seen those exotic aquariums like the guys do in Las Vegas on television? You ever thought about having one of these aquariums in your business? It's more affordable than you think. This is Hal Pruitt with rentafishtank.com. We can make having an aquarium in your business turnkey with no work, cleaning, or hassles for you. Rentafishtank.com creates a relaxing atmosphere and keeps children occupied. Rentafishtank.com already services many dental, pediatric, and doctor offices, plus hospitals and senior living centers. Check us out at rentafishtank.com. Pirate Radio, yo-ho, yo-ho, it's Pirate Radio. Pirate Radio. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we close out this edition of the Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank John David Baker, East Carolina Offensive Coordinator for his time. He was at the American Football Coaches Association Convention from Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee. What a great facility that place is. That's uh, incredible. I love Nashville, Tennessee. I uh, also want to thank Cliff Brock for joining us to talk a little football playoffs for the NFL. We'll see you back here next week on the Brian Bailey Show. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, 
Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Michelob Ultra, The Rick House, Taft Taft and Hagler, and Tiebreakers. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio 93.3.